Welcome to Becoming Christlike right here on Blog Talk Radio and the road less traveled. i got to turn myself up. Can you hear me okay? I can hear you. I always do that. I, 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 I'm, listening to her, uh, I'm listening to her sing, and it comes on. It sounds like I, <clears throat> I can't hear. You <laughs> go deaf or something. You are listening to Becoming Christlike right here on Blog Talk Radio and the road less traveled. I'm Derek. This is Dawn uh, to my right, and Jimbo is in the producer's booth. It is Friday, April 24th, 2015, uh, Santa Fe Trail Day we're going to talk about here in a yes. few minutes, but we want to tell you how you can get a hold of us if you want to or find out anything about us. Go to BeMoreChristlike.com. That's it, www.BeMoreChristlike.com. You can also follow us on our, our mobile page at M.BeMoreChristlike.com. You can follow us on our Facebook at uh, Becoming Christlike. And our Twitter page, at Christlike Today. Always busy, always doing something. Dawn takes care of that, and it takes up all your time. Yes, it does. <laughs> it's fun, though. Yeah, and it's it's there's we have twenty some thousand. I don't know how many. <clears throat> how many do we have? Nineteen? Did we go down? Did we unfollow? Yeah, That's 30. an old picture. Oh, thirty, 30 now. now. Yeah. Wow, thirty. Golly, it's just going crazy. It tells you how often I actually go to the Twitter page. Yeah, he doesn't go there at all. I don't go there at all. Well, I I'm not a Twitter. Up your old account. You uh-huh. are the oldest one. Yeah. Follow that I followed. Oh, cool. And you're following me. You are the oldest one inactive. Oh, I'm inactive. That's so you true. need to go do something on there. I don't think I will. <laughs> okay. I I trust you implicitly. No, your with personal the, one or your other one. You. Oh, my you. Twitter one. You, me, you. me. Oh you, man, you. I don't personally Twitter. Well, you're the oldest one that we're following each other that has is no inactive. kidding. Yep. Well, maybe during the show here, I'll go on and and tweet something. I'm. I, I just not a. I'm just not a uh, a tweeter. I don't know why. I enjoy Facebook, but I'm so glad that you, uh, you take care of that. So I'm I'm really not. I, we've got so many Facebook pages on so many. You would things. be lost if you tried yeah. to do all your. Yeah, stuff. I yeah. just just can't trying to keep up. But uh, yeah, go and check us out. Um, it, there's all kinds of things that you can see, all kinds of things that you can do on our website. Uh, little tools that you can use. Plus, you can go back and listen. We are at the end of our study uh, today, yeah. and we're going to finish that up. But we do want to talk a little bit about Santa Fe Trail Day, which Exciting. is a big deal. Down here in southeastern Colorado. Absolutely. <clears throat> the little the little town of Los Animas, Colorado, which is about 19, 20 miles uh, east of La Junta, where we are right now. Los Animas is, is where you are from. It is where I previously preached at, uh, or was the pastor at First Press there in Los Animas. Every year, there is a Santa Fe Trail Day celebration that is, and we mentioned this, I think, last week on our show, the longest student-led activity, Correct. even school activity, in the nation, maybe in the world. I'm not <laughs> sure if it's in the world, but I'm sure it's in the nation. I'm sure it's in the USA, yeah. It is led by the students of Los Animas High School. Yes. Or all over Los Animas School District. I'm sure that some little kids help too. And it is a celebration of the Santa Fe Trail. Yeah, that's right. Which is the trail that runs all through Colorado. And basically, oh, look, there we lost the thing there. I got oh, to no. try and get that up. That's okay. We're going we're gonna to get it back up. But it's, it's a, uh, it's a, 
uh, parade. I mean, there's all kinds of things. We're going to we're gonna try and do that. So tell them a little bit about Santa Fe Trail oh, Day. Well, at first thing in this morning, they have uh, a queen candidate from each grade in high school, and they do interviews, and they have a dress that they make for the times and talk about their clothing and what it was like to live back then. And then in the afternoon, they will crown the Santa Fe Trail Day queen. At that point, they have square dancing from each grade, and that's a a lot of fun to watch the kids, and sometimes they invite the whole audience out there to square dance. They have a Rocky Mountain Oyster Fry from the fire department. They have Mm -hmm. a ranch burger at lunch. Um, They have all kinds of stuff. They just really have a lot of stuff that they do, horseshoe pitching. They're sometimes fishing. Mm -hmm. So they really do a lot. Yeah, they do a lot. Uh, downtown, there's a booth set up, mm-hmm. and so there's lots of neat things to do downtown, too. Yeah, and, and I've got, I was fixing our, our little screen there. Um, uh, Jimbo, here's what I'm, I'm going to do. We're having a little trouble with our screen for, for YouTube. I believe what's happening on that, uh, Jimbo, is that it's just going, uh, it's, I don't know what it's doing. I think <laughs> it's just going to sleep. So uh, we'll see if it goes again. If it goes again, just leave it. Is that is that good, Jimbo? Okay, got it. <laughs> got a thumbs up. So I don't know if it's actually we, – we have a screen here. For those of you listening on Blog Talk Radio, you can't see it. But those of you who will be watching on YouTube, you can. Um, yeah, we've got – and they do. They have all kinds of stuff. We've got a few of the things, and you, and you mentioned them, uh, the, co- the costume judging. Uh, did any of your kids – Yes, Dana actually uh, was the, her senior candidate. Really? She was a senior in high school. It's a lot of work. You got to rent a carriage and have them pull them oh, in the I parade, and you've got to have the dress made. It's, and it's really unbelievable. And you got to study your brains out. And yeah. Like, she's not real big on study. <laughs> yeah, it really is unbelievable uh, what these girls go through mm-hmm. to to be the Santa Fe Trail Day yeah. queen. Absolutely. Or, I mean, just to be in the thing. It's just. Right. Right. Do you have to make your own dress? You don't have to. You don't we have, have somebody to. to okay. We had somebody make ours. Okay. Mm-hmm. And and they have the parade, and so from nine to two thirty, there's going to be booths and games. Mm-hmm. Um, what else do we have? Uh, Ten a.m. parade uh, lineup, table, uh, tennis courts. Okay, that's we got to got to remember everybody. I remember <laughs> being in. You did it one time as a pastor. Twice. A, twice? I was in the parade That's twice. Right. We were in the parade twice. Yeah. That's exactly right. 10 to 11 is the parade. Uh, there's going to be an art show at the Old Trail Gallery. Uh, old-time photo booth. That, I think, is awesome. Downtown at the John Rollins Heritage Center. So um, check that out. What else we got here? Boggsville Historic Site opens for the season today. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's from 12 to 4. That's a Boggsville. It's kind of a neat place. Yeah. It's, I've only been there, I think, once, once or twice. Have you? Yeah. So I think I've only been there once. Uh, obviously, this is, we always like this, from 1130 to 130 is the Ranch Burger Dinner at the high school. Absolutely. That's always good. We, we, we've been to that. And then I th- what I think is one of the best things about Santa Fe Trail Day is the square dance. Oh, both my girls were in that. That's a lot of work. I don't know how many other high schools actually have a square dancing club, I guess it is. And on Santa Fe Trail Day, there's a competition. And it's the high school kids. And it's always 
the against the classes. So freshmen against sophomore against junior against right. seniors. So right. it, what what well, Pat's got something here on the Oh yes. Yes, we got the Oyster Fry and Jimmy Jack Whitaker concert tonight. Yep, we're going to yeah. That's that's something that's uh coming up. But the the they've got the Queen Coronation, they've got award ceremony. Because other it's people fantastic. dress up as Indians and saloon ladies and right. all that, and they, they pick winners from So them. from 2 to 4 at uh, Los Animas High School Gymnasium, if you're in southeastern Colorado and you want to check something out, from 4.30 to 7 tonight is the mm. Oyster Fry. Always very good. Uh, yes. Uh, 5 p.m. is Jimmy Jack Whitaker to perform periodically. Uh, at uh, Today from uh, 7 to 8 there's the Seven Falls Indian dancers that are performing at the high school gym. Sounds exciting. Yeah, I don't know exactly what that is. But, I don't either, um, but Indian dancers are always great. Yeah. I always think of the Kasharis. And it's free to the public. It's free to the public. And then from 8 to 11, there is a dance at Los Animas High School sponsored by FFA. And then the great thing about it is it goes on to, to, to tomorrow. Now. Yes. And so uh, there is a Tour of the Trail bike ride at 6.30 tomorrow morning. Yeah. Um, that benefits the multiple sclerosis. Bent County. It's going to be met at the Bent County Courthouse, 9 a.m. Anybody want to want to do this? There's a golf tournament. You might. At the Los Animas Golf Course. Tee off is at 9 a.m. Three person. We actually did it one year. Did you? Yeah, we did it one year. Cool. It was uh, it was really fun. Um, John Horber got me involved uh, in that. Yes. That was fun. Uh, from 9 to 4 tomorrow, the art show continues. Uh, 1.30 is a horseshoe pitching tournament. Ooh. So lots of things uh, going on uh, at Santa Fe Trail Day. It's really a huge thing. And, of course, uh, from 10 to 2 tomorrow, the Little Britches Rodeo at Bent County Fairground, ages 5 to 18, competing in most rodeo uh, events. And then it goes on to Sunday. Oh, wow. Um, at 10.30, Jimmy Jack Whitaker is going to be fe- the featured entertainer at First Presbyterian Church. If yes. you if you uh, listen to him during the weekend, you like him, go and, and check him out. Uh, that's at the corner of 6th and Maple. Obviously, uh, the Little Bridges Rodeo continues from 9 to 1. Uh, there's a fun shoot at the Los Animas Trap Club. Uh, and then from 1 to 3 at the City Pond, uh, the Huck Finn Fishing Derby. Yeah, that's always There's fun all the kinds kids. of stuff that is going on um, that, that's going on on this Santa Fe Trail. It's really a huge thing. It's not just a parade and, okay, you're done. Right. It, the parade kicks really kicks it all off, right. even uh, and and then away it goes. There's yeah. just stuff to do the entire Constant. weekend. Yeah, absolutely. So if you, are down, yeah, if you are down here around southeastern Colorado, head over to Los Animas uh, any time from 10 o'clock today until uh, Sunday afternoon. <laughs> there's going to be something to do for you to do as they celebrate Santa Fe Trail Day. Uh, La Junta has a, a day, uh, just a one-day thing that, that we do that's called Early Settlers Day yes. uh, uh-huh. that talks about the settling. But this is actually celebrating the Santa Fe Trail. It's a fantastic time. I remember when I was the pastor at First Press, uh, we would always, uh, I would always go get donuts, and then we'd set up the chairs outside because the, the parade comes right by. Right. Right. And uh, Alma Sharf would always make me ring the bell. 
Oh right, before uh, yeah. it came. Before it came, parade. yeah, before the parade, she was the big giant uh, carillon. So I, you know, build those floats is a lot of work, and then for us, it was always hauling horses to town. So there's a oh, lot sure. of work in there. Well, and that's a lot of things in the parade. There's horses. There's tra- big, huge tractors. Vince Old Fort bring their oxen in. They do that are huge, and they just do that. Churches have their their floats and. It's yeah. it's fun time. Yeah. Um, I, I can remember riding in the parade a couple of times, and we always had a, a great time. I don't, I'm not quite sure if First Press has a float this year or I not. I don't know. You know, I, I'm smiling because I've been there super hot. I've been there with snow. We've been there with rain. We have had absolutely every type of weather you can have. Yeah. So. Yeah. Hey, uh, Jimbo, we got somebody on on the line there. Could you check and see who that is? Okay, you got it on there. So uh, if you're on the line there, just just hold on. We'll we'll get to you in a, in a little bit. Uh, it, it may be somebody I know. I just can't recognize oh, the okay. number. Uh, so um, I don't want to say the number. So uh, yeah, maybe I don't think you better do that. <laughs> <laughs> but all kinds of things uh, going on. We had uh, a couple exciting things, um, uh, personal things that. That happened uh, this this week for for us. My my son uh, auditioned for uh, Mary Poppins. Did he get in? Uh, he is Bert. He is Bert. He is Bert. Which for those of you who don't know uh, Mary Poppins, that is Dick Van Dyke's uh, part. Abby Walner is um, is Mary Poppins. That's awesome. I just bought that video for the kids. Did you? Yes, I did. Yeah, I'm going to have to go back and watch it because I don't remember that much. I don't remember it very well either. And, of course, the stage show is, is a lot different, I'm of sure, course. than Mary Poppins, the the movie that Dick Van Dyke was in, um, and Julie Andrews. Uh, but he is excited about that. Um, <clears throat> and, I, and I was telling you, uh, I got a call and <clears throat> excuse me was asked to uh preach at uh the baccalaureate service that they're holding here in La Junta and and I think that was because I was the one who went to MJ Romano who is the pastor of First Presbyterian Church and said why isn't there a baccalaureate <laughs> service so you want it, you preach it, <laughs> and and that's kind of how it. That's that's. Well, kinda, that's kind of neat though, because your son graduates this year, yes. so that will be a real room. Jacob is graduating, um, so he was nominated, and so they voted, and so he was nominated as one of them, nominated as Mr. LJHS. Oh, so they voted for that, and we will find out on uh, May something. So a lot of things. Very very proud of him, and and all the things that he's been doing. Sure. <clears throat> at, uh, Exceptional at, at, young man. Yeah, yeah, just a great kid. Also, want to remind everybody that uh, May third, Sunday, May third. Uh, if you are inclined to watch uh, mission trip fundraisers, there are two going on that day. Really, both Presbyterian churches, First Press Los Animas, First Press La Junta, yes. will be holding their. Uh, mission fundraiser dinner theaters. Fantastic. And I know that the one, and it, what's strange is my son is in the one at First Press Los Animas, and I know less about that than I do about the one at First Press in La Junta. Oh. Um, but um, the one at First Press La Junta is called Horror at the Homecoming or Horror Ooh. at Homecoming. And I do not even know the name, but I know it's about an art gallery. 
I don't know it, and I should. I know Jacob leaves all the time and goes to practice and then <laughs> comes back. They're, they both sound like they're going to be really good. I think both of them are obviously funny. They're dinner theaters. Uh, you can check that check that out. So, uh, it, unfortunately, I can't go to both of them. No. So I will be obviously attending the one at First Press Los Animas. Absolutely. Uh, to see my son. So, um uh, it, it's it's going to be it, it's going to be great. So lots of things going on as as May uh, turns around, and we are finishing uh, the book that we have been studying. <laughs> Lord, change my attitude before it's too late. So before we get into that, let's go ahead and have a word of prayer. We're going to need one. For this oh chapter. yeah, we didn't really like this one. Father God, we do thank you uh, for this opportunity once again to come and to be a part of. An attitude change, um, to look at our lives, uh, to see where we can serve you better, uh, to see where we can change our attitude so that our outlook on you is different, our outlook on life is different, and the way that others perceive our faith might be different. Father God, encourage us this day uh, that we might seek to be obedient to you. In the name of Christ Jesus, amen. Amen. Okay, <clears throat> we had talked about this a number of times. Every time we come, Lord, change my attitude before it's too late, a book written by James uh, McDonald. We are at the last, and what he has done is he has talked about the Israelites as they have gone through the wilderness, talking about some of their attitudes how we take a bad attitude and how we can change it into a better attitude. Replace it with Replace a good it with a better attitude. We are at our last one. Last week, we had an attitude of what was it? Rebellion. <clears throat> rebellion to be an a rebellious attitude, and we are to replace that now with an attitude of wait for it, submission. Yes, <laughs> I. <laughs> you know, we've talked a lot uh, as we've gone through these what ten weeks. Yes, about how some of the some of the attitude words that we have we don't like that much. <laughs> I don't like I don't like that word that much. I I get it. I understand it. I know it. And I think it's abused. It's a, it's a it absolutely. And I'm not sure that the word that I want to replace it with is the same kind of word, but I sure do like obedience. I would prefer better obedience than submission. Better. Because oh, I would definitely. I will give you better. an example. Okay. Uh, for for those of you who who watch on YouTube, um, you can uh, we we have our our screen here that we that we shoot the word up on, and so we keep it up there. Well, I Googled submission. Okay. Okay. And then went to images. Uh-huh. And what did you come up with? Nothing that was appropriate at all to put up there. I had really? to put submission to God. You Google Before submission you. and look at the images... And they're bad. Not not good at all. I think, though, that is a good example of how we have trouble reconciling this 
word. Well, I think the uh, definition of biblical submission is quite different Absolutely. from submission of and, how we see it today. And obviously that's what James McDonald is talking about. Yes. But um, he he shares in, in the beginning here of, of with an attitude of submission – uh, submission, when properly understood, he says, and applied, replaces the pain and strife of rebellion and greatly increases human happiness. Now, what I found interesting is even when you went through, even when we've gone through the book, um, we've replaced an attitude of love. Or we've replaced uh, a critical attitude. Complaining with, with thankful, yeah, covetous yeah. with contentment, critical mm-hmm. with love, yeah. doubting with faith, and then rebellious with submission. Yeah, and, and we've replaced those. I am having the hardest time, though, reconciling these two things of being a rebellious attitude and an attitude of of submission. In the fact of the other ones seem to fit. To fit. They replaced each other. Mm-hmm. Or, or one replaced each other. Or they they were uh, the antithesis of each other. Or, uh, But those two words, rebellion and submission, I, you, know, you know what I'm saying? I do. Because I struggled with this. I read it twice. And, and the first time I read it, I actually couldn't finish the chapter. I just left it laying open yeah. on my desk. I, I can I can get it in the fact that you're a it. rebel or you follow the rules. Right. Or I, I understand that. It's just the wording. And maybe he got stuck because there wasn't any other word that he could do. Or I'm sure that isn't it. The point is, is that he's using it biblically that talks about submission in Scripture. And one of the things that he talks about is First Peter uh, 2 or first peter yeah i think it's first peter yeah. when the first peter so. first peter 2 13 through 25 and it right. says submit yourselves for the lord's sake to every human authority whether to the emperor as the supreme authority um or to governors who are sent to uh, by him to punish those who do wrong and to commend those who do right for it is god's will that by doing good you should silence the ignorant talk of foolish people live as free people but do not use your freedom as a cover-up for evil live as god's slaves show proper respect to everyone love the family of believers fear god honor the emperor slaves in reverent fear of god submit yourselves to your masters not only to those who are good and considerate but also to those who are harsh For it is commendable if someone bears up under the pain of unjust suffering because they are conscious of God. But how is it to your credit if you receive a beating for doing wrong and endure it? But if you suffer for doing good and you endure it, this is commendable before God. To this you were called because Christ suffered for you, leaving you an example that you should follow in his steps. He committed no sin and no deceit was found in his mouth. When they hurled their insults at him, he did not retaliate. When he suffered, he made no threats. Instead, he entrusted himself to him who judges justly. He himself bore our sins in his body on the cross so that we might die to sins and live for righteousness. By his wounds you have been healed. For you were like sheep going astray, but now you are returned to the shepherd and the overseer. Okay. 
Nobody likes that verse. <laughs> Nobody likes those verses. And, and, but and, they are in there for oh, a purpose. Oh, absolutely. And 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 I'm not. I'm I'm definitely I'm definitely not going to be one of those people who say just skip, write it off. Skip that one. Yeah. Write that one off. We don't want to do that. But I've got to be honest. The whole idea of submission uh, would be uh, reconciled a little bit for me if. Uh, if we talked more about be- o- obedience. obedience, instead of being rebellious mm-hmm. before God, being obedient before God, mm-hmm. for me that that matches. And, and I agree with that because also in obedience, I think that through that you have open con- uh, communication, and both sides take part of it instead of just endure, endure, endure. We have a scripture here from James 4, 7 that says, Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. I I like that verse. Submit yourselves before God. But I don't read James 4, 7 of submit yourself as submission. I I look at it as a word called submission in, in this way. Um, let me give you an example, um, an application. You submit an application. Right. When I see submit yourselves to God, that means for me, present myself to, to, to God, God. Mm-hmm. Um, to say, here I am. This is, is me. me. Yeah. This, this is me. I am totally in agreement that we are supposed to be submissive to God. Mm-hmm. He is higher than we 100%. are. We bow down to him. Um, but I don't think that word encapsulates really what you're looking for in submitting myself to God, because by submitting myself to God, (coughs) excuse me, I am saying, here I am, Lord, send me the Isaiah, um, uh, scripture, uh, and saying, I'm here for work, I'm here for whatever you have for me. Even if it is an injustice. Even if it is an, an injustice. Yeah, yeah a, exactly. I am here. I am, I'm, to be submissive to God in a negative connotation that we could come up with a negative connotation is almost this willy-nilly, uh, uh, weak... Um, person that can't seem to realize where they are or who they are in Christ. That is my perception, not James McDonald's, obviously, and that's not what people think of when they think of submission all the time. It's what I think of. Uh, I, I like the idea of submitting myself to God, to casting off my rebellious attitude and doing and being obedient and doing what he tells me to do. You, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. I, I, that's... Because you almost have to go through the whole word of the Bible to know what it is he's telling you Absolutely. to do. Absolutely. You can't take out one little part and not have all the other parts in there right. to back it up. Right. And I think that's where I got lost. The first umpteen part of the chapter was all about what we should do, and I go, but, but, yeah. but what if, but... And he gets to that point. Right. But, now, the one point that I do want to make before we take our break... Uh, is is that the idea of submissiveness and submission to God is is an attitude where I realize the holiness of God. Of God. 
Yeah. I'm fine. I am, uh, and I'm sure that's part of it. Is what James McDonald's is is saying. We need to replace that rebellious attitude of what does God know? I can do this by myself. To the whole idea of being submissive that says God is King, Christ is King, God reigns. Well, that's the vertical versus the horizontal. Absolutely. Us to God and then God to us to other people. Absolutely. And I have problems with the other people. Exactly. And I think that's what keeps us a lot of the times uh, mm-hmm. of being submissive. We're going to take a break. Uh, during this break, though, <clears throat> you're going to get to hear, and we we play a number of different people. We've played pastors before. We've played Uncle Gene before. Yes. We've also played Terry Grooms before. Yes. Uh, I think a couple weeks ago we played Terry Grooms singing Holy Ground. Mm-hmm. This week we're going to be playing, uh, uh, Terry Grooms did a cover on <clears throat> on Ray Boltz's song, um, Thank You. Have you ever heard that song? No. Thank you for giving to the Lord. I don't think oh, it's a fantastic song. I have song. to hear it before I know it. Yeah, names. it's fantastic. Terry Grooms is going to be singing that. We thank her for... Uh, for doing the cover, she uh, she came into the studio and recorded some things. Oh, cool. uh, so you're going to be listening to Terry Grooms. When we come back, we're going to be talking more about this word submission, how it, it deals with rebellion, and how we change our attitudes so that we can more rightly serve God. So stay with us. You're listening to Becoming Christlike right here on Blog Talk Radio.
Back to Becoming Christ-like on the Road Less Traveled, Blog Talk Radio. So you thought you had to keep this up. Welcome back to Becoming Christ-like right here on Blog Talk Radio and the Road Less Traveled. Um, <clears throat> I just checked uh, the, the chat room there. Uh, Jimbo, so uh, we're we're good then, right? Uh, on our sound, okay, okay. Just one. Oh, okay. I was just uh, yes, that is that is uh, on the phone there. I was just just checking. Uh, once again, that was Terry Grooms. Uh, beautiful song. She has a beautiful, beautiful voice. voice. Beautiful voice. Uh, that that was a cover of Ray Bolt's song. Thank you for giving to the Lord. We've been talking about this book, and we're finishing up this book, Lord, Change My Attitude Before It's Too Late. And we've been do, been doing a lot of talking during the break. Yeah. <clears throat> we are replacing this rebellious attitude with an attitude of submission. Uh, we had made this comment before that, that there can be this, this sense of misinterpreting uh, the word submission. Uh, because Define. it can be a very negative, uh, a negative thing is one. You brought up a great point during the break. <clears throat> that that idea of submission is one of the greatest tools that cults use mm-hmm. uh, to bring people in the idea that that you must submit, that you must submit. I think to to simplify things, I would say that 
we should replace this rebellious attitude of running away from God, of doing what's best for us, of of doing what we think we should do instead of what God tells us to do. We should replace that with an idea of submission that says God is is ruler of my life. He's Lord over my life. He wants what's best for me. He knows what's best for me. Therefore, because I submit to his authority, I will do what he says in obedience. I think uh-huh. that is the best way to end. I agree. Because I Otherwise, you this. get into so many other things. Um, because we had talked about, it, in, in some of this chapter, he does... I think James McDonald. Don't get me wrong; it's a great, it's a great book, and it I'm makes not, you think because it makes you define what you really, really absolutely. Think. And and you should you should check it out. Lord, change my attitude. Yeah. But I do think that when he gets into the idea of submitting to authority, especially in the church, um, that there can be a lackadaisical um, inference that says. Whoever is put in charge, I will follow blindly. And that isn't that isn't always true. On Facebook today, Brian Shivers, a good friend of mine growing up, uh, we both went to the same high school. We were in the same grade. Um, and he is a, a pastor at, at, I believe, Second Presbyterian Church in uh, in Indianapolis, Indiana. And, and we're on Facebook together. Mm-hmm. And he put a great article on that was a blog of someone else so it was a share that talked about the presbyterian church and how we need to change our um outlook at the word lay reader or lay you saw it it's great yes. and, and here's what it is um that in the presbyterian church we ordain people um we have now what are called ruling elders right uh, we have teaching elders that are pastor, ruling elders that are that are elders and deacons, um, um, commissioned elders uh, like myself used to be the name commissioned lay pastor, mm-hmm. um, and, and it was a blog that says we need to get if you are ordained, get rid of the word lay. We're not lay leaders. We are all priesthood in the priesthood of all believers. That and, and I'm sure that some might not like that, but the article really went on to say uh, that the ordained ruling elder or the ordained deacon theologically is no different than the seminary student or the seminary pastor, uh, graduate pastor, or um, that there is that priesthood of all believers. And when we begin to make those those uh, yeah the, the distinctions we begin to separate each other out that we that, don't work together then really very well right, do we right that that whole idea that that uh get rid well, of the term it's kind of like the idea that says the pastor is the one that has to go then the pastor is in crisis he's running an emergency room for everybody exactly when every deacon every person that sits in that church should be able to go help any person at any time right. according to their unique talents and gifts of right. course but that's where we make the mistakes and i i am not uh, as as a a pastor as a former pastor of of the of, of the Presbyterian Church, uh, or you know, serving as a pastor of, of the Presbyterian Church, I get uh, very 
upset when we we overcook the submissiveness to the clergy. I, I, I now people in churches like that because one they are hired he or she is hired mm-hmm. to lead the church. I right. I get that. I'm not. <laughs> <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm not ag- against that at all. What I am, uh, what I do think we need to be cautious about in this word submission is be- because we can, like I said, overcook rebellion to the other side that says I was so rebellious and now I'm so submissive that all that that this pastor says and does I- is right. Uh, and that can cause problems. Well, we lose the fact that he's also a human. Sinner. He or she is also a human being, <laughs> yeah. and and it really doesn't foster the idea of that ordination standard and the Presbyterian belief of the priesthood of all believers. Mm-hmm. That we are all called by God. We Absolutely. are just called with different gifts. Some are called to be teachers, and some are called to be evangelists, and some are called to be uh, this and that. There are the Mary and the Martha and the Paul and the Barnabas, and and, and all of those people, in a very real sense, it is the pedestal. Yes, that you put them up on. That we must, um, we must caution ourselves against when we are talking about individuals. Now, with submission to God, absolutely not. There is that idea that we must submit ourselves to God, to bow down, to say, you are the king. Mm -hmm. Um, You're the creator. You are the creator. And because of that, I will change my attitude of rebellion. Um, And and like I said, I think that's a very, very, maybe a small distinction, but a very important one that we need to make when it comes to this idea of, of submission. I agree. In our in our last few minutes here, what did you think of the book? I love the book. I mean, I, overall, as a as a tool. Yes, I loved it. I would I would recommend it to absolutely anybody. You're going to find some things in here, like we just talked uh-huh. about, that we don't agree about. But it's going to make you look at yourself and define yourself and grow mm-hmm. yourself all the way. So pick up a copy, read it. Yeah, Lord, change my attitude before it's too late by James McDonald. I'm sure you can pick it up anywhere. You can get it at Amazon. I'm sure you can get it at Barnes and I mean anywhere on your e-reader. Sure. Uh, however. <clears throat> but just like many of the the studies that we do, it really doesn't become that that uh, life changing tool if you're not honest. If you're not honest, and then if you don't do life application with it, if right. you read it and you go, and I'm looking at Derek, and I'm looking at my husband and right. my kids and right. the church, then it doesn't do you any good. You have exactly. to apply what you can, and I really believe that God knows. What you need, and uh-huh. he'll make what you need is what you focus on to change on. Yeah, and um, he'll bring it to your memory when you need it. Then, and it it really is a great reminder of this idea that that the Israelites, uh, the Hebrews, the Hebrew nation that wandered through the wilderness, really, we're no different. We're no different. Yes. Yes, I think that. If there was a wandering today, and perhaps there is, um, I somehow equate uh, the the wandering of America in mm, the wilderness absolutely. today that we would respond and do respond <clears throat> in the same way mm-hmm. that 
the Hebrew nation did well, you in, know, in regards to Moses and to to his direction. When I was thinking about this, I automatically go to David all the time. And I was yeah. trying to compare being submissive <clears throat> to horizontal, to people, uh-huh. and David, like kind of what James McDonald did in uh-huh. his book. Right. And all through that point, even though he did what was right and made Saul look foolish, his real submission was always to God. Right. That's and, right. And, and so... If I'm going to look at submission, I wanted to go back to David and look at how he did it also. Yeah. And <clears throat> I think it is important that we, just like James McDonald said, we we don't parcel out the scriptures that obviously I think we all agree that submission to God. But when he does say, especially in, in First Peter and throughout all of scriptures, it says submit to the authority that God has given other people, that we not just poo-poo that and say, but but to be careful and to recognize that, yes, they are people. Mm-hmm. And yes, God may have called them there, but they make mistakes. It's like everybody and else. And so there shouldn't be, there should never be this blindness. Right. Well, he also gives <clears throat> us wisdom and discernment to know what's right and wrong. Right. And for me, it's like, when to make a stink and when not to sure. make a stink. That's how I consider the submissive. Sometimes if it's up minor, you can just go whatever. Right. They're having a bad day or And I think that's one of the things that have all that has always bothered me about church governance, especially in the Presbyterian church because that's where I've spent the majority of my life uh in in the the Presbyterian church and the way that it governs in the choosing of its elders and the in the election of its pastors um in the workings through its book of order you can if if you are not careful you can see what happens when we don't take serious the 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 placing of people in a position of authority absolutely we see it all the time it it just happens it happens in small churches it happens in other that you're just trying to find somebody to be an elder, somebody, somebody to, be, somebody a to be a deacon, somebody fill this spot, somebody fill this a spot. a warm body. And there's a danger in that when a congregation or an individual doesn't say to themselves, "This is my cup maybe, of tea. maybe, yeah, I don't want to just <laughs> fill a position. I want to feel called by God to do it. To do that position. because when you're doing it in your own strength, you, right. it's stress. Right. It's hard. It's work. But when you're doing it under God's strength, there's still flaws and learning steps. But the the new door opens for you right away when Absolutely. you've made the mistake. Absolutely. And, and, I and think, it's, it brings a joy, a certain joy. When you're serving God, it brings a deep joy in you. You know you've done well. And even though, just like you said, even though there is a struggle and even though there's sometimes strife, there is always a um, a bearing of fruit that exactly. comes out of that. Exactly. And what we find out so often, and we wonder why it happens, is we look and we say, why do we fight so much? Why can't we get anything done? Dear brothers and sisters, why are you arguing? <laughs> exactly. Excuse me for my coughing, but I have a little bit of a chest cold. So, yeah, and we wonder, what ha- why can't we get along? And it goes back think- to this idea of have our ru- have our ruling elders, have our leaders submitted themselves to God? Are they there because God has called them to be? Or are they there because... Of, because I I could really see 
that attitude of submission to God being an attitude where we needed to replace um, a haughty attitude. That's one mm-hmm. of my favorite Bible words. I love that. Or, uh, or where we lack humility. Because there is this idea that rebellion isn't always going against what God wants us to do, but sometimes it's going against um, the reason that we're there. In other words, I'm going to be an elder because I want the to. Cloud. I want to do this. Right. And when we forget that, uh, oh, Ooh, that, that's sorry. Right. you're okay. When we forget that, um, just move it over here a little bit. Uh, there we go. There we go. When we for, when we forget it, um, there is this sense that uh, everything begins to fall apart. Absolutely. It, because it's not being done in the power of God, but it's being done in the, the power, power of, of people. Yeah. And that doesn't. Well, I think you and we on, we still a, sit there and wonder what's happening. What happened? Why, why is it going? Wrong? I think that the, that's where you you made your biggest key. As a servant leader is lifted up by the people in the congregation or right. whatever. And when when they don't have the amount the right people being lifted up by everybody saying, "Hey, man, this guy's got a gift and talent here. She right. does this well." Then you're taking the whatever. And yeah. it just doesn't work. And the servant leader is God working through that leader for his people. Uh-huh. Yeah. And that's and, the big difference. And so there is that. I, I I really do believe that there is that connection between rebellion. There is a connection, <laughs> excuse me, between submission. Mm-hmm. But you can also rebel by taking a position that you know you shouldn't take. That is a very good example of a rebellious yeah. attitude. If you know you're not a good leader or you are not good in finances, don't put mm-hmm. yourself in yeah. it. That's rebellion. Yeah, it, that's the going against how God made you. Because there is that, there is that attitude of um, humility and the submission to a truth about yourself. That Even says, if it's a weakness. Yes, because nobody likes to say, you know what? I don't think I'm qualified for it. now. There are humble people who, and sometimes the other way, who will say, I don't think I'm good at, who really they are, are good at that. There's your Moses. Yeah. And then there are people who who, was, who will say, you know what? I don't think I have the gifts and talents, but boy, I'm going to fill that position. I'm going to do it because I want the title or I want whatever, or mm-hmm. and even though I don't think I'm qualified for it, right. uh, it, even though I don't really think God is calling me to it. It sure would be nice to be right. fill in the blank. Right. You know, that's a that's an attitude of rebellion because you were rebelling against God's giftedness towards you. Well, it's you're like you're slapping him in the face, saying, "I don't like what you gave me. I want this." Exactly. That that is. So in, in the end, yeah. it's almost covetousness in there too. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's why I really think that this word submission mm-hmm. uh, has a lot of connotations to it. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I, I I thought the I I love the book in the fact of it was real to me in the fact in in the sense that he didn't he didn't now there were times that he got theologically i think not sideways but tedious in in some of the but the idea of replacing a bad attitude with a good attitude and mm-hmm. and how I, that attitude can draw us closer to god or 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 take us away from god i thought was important and it, I thought it was real in the sense that it it was everybody. Yes, it wasn't just tailored for no, some people. No, it wasn't just 
tailored right. for the Christian. Right. It wasn't tailored for the Southern Baptist. It wasn't right. tailored for the atheist. It was everybody because those attitudes are predominant and in, in prevalent in our society everywhere. To everywhere. Absolutely. And and so what I really thought the book um, uh, brought out was this idea of a of a challenge. What I what I continually sought after though, and I still think about it, and there can be a number of answers. I sought after before it's too late. I kept wondering, when is it too late? Is that's that's what I I. I not sure he got to that. I think it's a great title, and and it may not need a definition to it. I think he was trying to keep you out of the wilderness before I think, it's the too late. And I know but that I that's think what of, it was. Yeah. But I look at my journey as such an ongoing thing that too late, there's going to be thousands and millions of whatever things that I don't yeah. know when I'm in heaven or yeah. that I didn't know here then. So. And so for me, it very much became, Lord, change my attitude before I screw up things too bad. <laughs> there Lord, you go. change my attitude before before exactly. it's too late for this or too late for that. Lord, change my attitude because I can't do it myself. Right. Lord, change my uh, all of those things that I. Um, uh, but I, after getting done with it, what I would have put on it, a personal note for me was, Lord, change my attitude because I believe it's too late. Mm. And so that you know that's that's what that changes the uh, that whole idea yeah. of Lord. Nothing can nothing can pick me up. But you. But you. Yeah. Is that uh, I, I have, have to, to see the truth and I have to know the truth exactly. of you. But that's I was going to say too, and the only way to really make this work is to have a Bible with you that you're exactly. reading all the time to know what he wants. Right. That's it. We want to encourage you uh, to check it out. James McDonald's Lord Change My Attitude Before It's Too Late. All you have to do, uh, if you want to. To go back and listen to our shows, uh, just go to be, uh, bemorechristlike.com and click on uh, the show. You can find it. You, you can find it through our Facebook pages. Every every Friday, we put the next show on our Facebook page. It's all over. If you want to go to Blog Talk Radio and type in "The Road Less Traveled," mm-hmm. you're going to get all kinds of shows. Uh, but you will follow us. Uh, I, I'm sure you can find it on our Twitter page. Um, check Christ like uh, Twitter page at Christ like right. today. Um, but on our web page, it's easiest to go down <laughs> to the bar that has all the shows, and then you can click exactly. on whichever one you want. Exactly. Just there's a little bar there; it'll take you in there, and you can go back from show to show and show over the last ten weeks. Sure. Um, I don't know where we're going next. Um, oh, you better pick something happy because I'm tired yeah. of all this conviction. Let's get to something good. <laughs> but we want you to encourage, or we want to encourage you every Friday at 8 a.m. Mountain Daylight Time to to join us uh, here on Becoming Christlike uh, as we continue to study these things, as we continue to try our best uh, to be honest with ourselves, to look into our into our hearts, into our minds, to look at our relationship with Christ. Um, and, and we think uh, that this is a great study, so go check it out. Again, Lord, change my attitude before it's too late. So for everybody here at The Road Less Traveled, everybody here at Becoming Christ, like myself, uh, Don Jimbo just does a fantastic job in the producer's booth. Everybody who's who's listening, uh, join us every Friday, 8 a.m., uh, for more uh, discussion, more study on how we can each and every day become more and more Christ-like. God bless. God bless.
Life's been a journey, I've seen joy. 